This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Advent, the 20th of December. Looking back over the last nine months, I can say without fear of contradiction that we've all had unique and life-changing experiences, some negative, some positive. We've had to get used to doing things differently, having some of our freedoms curtailed, and often feeling not just a little fearful. And now we're having to adapt to the way we celebrate Christmas in these coming days. Our schools have not been able to stage nativity plays in the same way, and we have got used to experiencing events remotely and online. And of course, no carol singing. Father Christmas has also been isolated, which has meant that for most of us, we've had to resort to emailing rather than a personal visit to his grotto. Well, contrary to this background of uncertainty about the future, the underpinning message of the nativity story is, do not be afraid. We all experience fear in our lives, especially over these last nine months, sometimes justifiable, but most of the time we have irrational fears. Mary was afraid when the angel Gabriel appeared to her, so she was told, do not be afraid, you have won God's favour. And the shepherds were told, fear not, I bring you news of a great joy, a saviour has been born to you. But perhaps it was St Joseph who more than anyone else had a reasonable and justifiable sense of fear because he's betrothed to Mary. So he's engaged, but they haven't moved in together and he finds her to be with child. Just think what that actually meant at that time and in that culture. But there was worse and more improbable news for Joseph because he's not the father. And Mary insists that she's still a virgin and that her unborn child is the son of God. Now, even today, that would be nigh on impossible to accept. But back then, for Mary and Joseph, in that closed Jewish society, she could have been stoned to death, according to the law of Moses. No one would believe her. And Joseph's mind must have been in turmoil. It was a, a nightmare, not a dream at all. And Joseph is described in the Gospels as being a righteous man. And that's a, a biblical code for someone who abides carefully by the law. But he's also a man of deep compassion. So we hear that he's unwilling to expose Mary to shame. And he decides to send her away quietly, without drama. What we see in Joseph is a very good man indeed. Someone who beautifully balances the demands of the law and the demands of love. However... Joseph could have walked away at any time had he not believed what God had told him in his dreams. He didn't walk away because he was a man of faith and integrity. And that's why he's so important. Without his support, neither Mary nor Joseph would have survived. Thanks to Joseph, they did. He stepped up to the mark. He trusted. He was not afraid. And he made a deliberate choice. I think we can all see why Joseph has a very clear message for our times. And for all these reasons and more besides, 
Pope Francis has inaugurated a special year in honour of St Joseph. It began on the 8th of December, the Immaculate Conception, and it will end on the 8th of December next year. It marks the 150th anniversary of Blessed Pope Pius IX proclaiming St Joseph as protector of the Universal Church. And in a letter to the Church marking this anniversary, Pope Francis describes St Joseph as a beloved father, a tender and loving father, an obedient father, an accepting father, a father who is creatively courageous, a working father, a father in the shadows. In practice, it's as if God is repeating to us as he did to St. Joseph, do not be afraid because faith gives meaning to every event, however happy or sad. And it makes us aware that God can make flowers spring up from the stony ground. Joseph didn't look for shortcuts, but he confronted everything with an open eye, with a realistic way, and he accepted personal responsibility for it. For this reason, he encourages us to accept and welcome others as they are, without exception, and to show special concern for the weakest members of our families. Fathers are born, not born, but made, says Pope Francis. A man does not become a father simply by bringing a child into the world, but by taking up responsibility to care for that child. Unfortunately, in today's society, children often seem like orphans. They lack fathers who are able to introduce them to the reality of life. But children need fathers who will not dominate them, but instead raise them to be capable of deciding for themselves, enjoying freedom and always exploring new possibilities. This is the sense in which St. Joseph is described as a most chaste father, which is the opposite of domineering possessiveness. Joseph knew how to love with extraordinary freedom. He never made himself the centre of things. He didn't think of himself, but focused instead on the lives of Mary and Jesus. It seems as though our world has forgotten the value of fatherhood, of parenthood, and the important role of our parents in our formation, both human and spiritual. It's far more than earning money to provide food and shelter. It's about nurturing, supporting, and loyalty. It's about providing the best role models that only parents can provide. Even in families where there is only one parent, for whatever reason, this model can still be provided, often against all the odds. But somehow we seem to have forgotten this or thought that we can get by without it. But Joseph with Mary were there. And this is why they are held up for the church and the world as selfless examples of dedication and commitment which should resonate with us today. So this Christmas we may not be able to have nativity plays or sing carols as we would normally, but we can still have our cribs where we can look and contemplate the figure of Jesus, protected by St. Joseph, and like him, learn to be courageous and trusting in God's providence. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, 
to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.